Oh, yeah. The Sharks break out tonight. The kids show them what they're made of. And James Reimer doing James Reimer things. Am I right or am I right? We'll talk about all that and more right now. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Saturday night, March 26, 2022, and the San Jose Sharks are victorious over the Anaheim Ducks. See what happens when they don't have Ricard Raquel to go off sides on. They win it 4-1. to one. Welcome to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks postgame. We do this after every game, so if you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans and hockey fans all over the world on our Super Chat on the page or the app. And, of course, follow us on the social Twitter where we gif every big play of the game. Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube. Hit that – smash that subscribe button. Don't hit it. We just smash it like Jonah Gajevich did on on Cam Fowler earlier tonight. And and everything else at tealtownusa.com. And with that, hello. hello. Dana Meyerson, how are you? I'm good. That was, you know, that was, it's always a classic when we play the Ducks and this one did not disappoint. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's, it's usually, usually a, uh, <laughs> an interesting one for sure uh, against the Ducks, no matter what. But uh, how are you, my friend? Uh, <laughs> what a night. Yeah, no, I'm pretty good. Um, I, I always love the energy in Sharks-Ducks games if uh, if they're on like a similar playing field. Now that the Ducks are down to our level, um, <laughs> we have I feel like we have that intensity back. Although we didn't play them until like over halfway through the season, right? Right, yeah. Okay, so yeah. they were already in their like downward slope phase. <laughs> yeah, they were already, well, I mean, they've been slowly escalating up mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it's been one of those things were you know the ducks were like really high up early on this season you know and then all of a sudden slowly come come down to earth in fact since the last time the sharks play the ducks you know lindholm raquel uh i'm trying to remember the the third one uh that got moved in uh at the trade deadline by new gm Um pat verbeek (laughs) <laughs> not whoever was going to Vegas. This is Ryan Kessler's <laughs> contract or whatever. Yes, Ke- Ryan Kessler w- didn't become <laughs> a Vegas to- Golden Knight. Yes. All right. So let's get to it. Uh, you know, Reimer back in net. He won against Calgary on Tuesday. Uh, Sharks didn't look great early on, Dana. I mean, they got were they I think were like outshot like five to one at one point. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I was just fixated on James Reimer like frantically flopping all over the place <laughs> I took some screenshots of him just like I don't know face down um he he held it together I feel like the uh the momentum of the game could have gone in a completely different way if he didn't hold down the fort and I mean we asked too much of him <laughs> to like a goalie should not you know have to bail out a team that just got off on the wrong foot, but he kept us in there and the rest is history. So that's, that's what I remember from the first 10, peri- <laughs> first 10, peri- first 10 minutes. Oh my God. 10 periods of sharks and ducks. Oh boy. 
Everybody will be in the dressing room. Yeah, no, but here, here's the thing is that, you know, we, we heard Bugner go off on the team, you know, after one period, one game, where, you know, say, hey, he's been doing this for you all season long and, and look at it. And it's almost like, you know, they they had that speech on, on the on the bench during the TV timeout because it's like, guys, look what he's been doing for you. He's made some phenomenal saves. I mean, there were some really good ones, especially early on the first period to keep it scoreless, even after two two penalties from Merkley and Malosh uh, to to give Anaheim such a great boost. But then Mark Edward Vlasic, he's on fire, folks. <laughs> His third of the season to uh, give the Sharks a one nothing lead. Yeah, I mean, even Vlasic is my new catchphrase. <laughs> I make it happen. Oh boy, you, you're you're you and your catchphrases already. You're what the third show, and then we're already making new catchphrases for you. Uh, what a sweet pass from Ryan Berkeley, though. Yeah, yeah, no, I like I can see his confidence building just game by game, where he can really like employ that play style we drafted him for, which is to find those those sneaky slick passes um and send it to uh, mark edward vlasic i guess uh, yeah <laughs> uh, in... but yeah who, whoever's available yeah that's you know it's good to have a passer like that we have a few already but now we have an, a young passing prodigy right and, and nice ddd pass you know the classic ddd pass where you're you're sending it from the goal line to the edge of the slot yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Logan Teal, eighty-six, elite goal scorer. Mark Edward Vlasic. Excuse me, my my bad, my bad. Two goals in his last three games for Pickles to to make it one nothing after one. And uh, you know, I was like, you could start seeing the confidence just building after that one period that they got out of that one, and they're like, okay, we can just relax for a little bit. And the next thing you know, you know, you're you're just jumping in. And going, and that's what they did within the first two minutes. Timo Meyer gets his first of a great night uh, in advance, his 28th of the season from Barabanov. Uh, I didn't catch this one right away. Did, what did you think of the uh, the 2 nothing goal, which eventually would be the uh, game winner? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just pulling up the gif right now to get another <laughs> look at it. Um but uh, it was, but Timo Meyer with his twenty eighth. I'll 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 push it for a sec while you look at that. Uh, you know, and, and Randy Hahn with uh, I guess Drick would call it foreseen points. Uh, with uh, uh, saying you know he he felt like he was on it early on and and definitely banged it home for it. <laughs> Logan Teal, uh, let's not get crazy. Give Parabon of his eight by eight. No, <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah. I wish. I wish I could give them all eight by eights, but that's not the cap situation we live in. So, <laughs> um, but a nice play for Timo there to make it uh, two nothing. Then the big hit on Gajevich on Fowler, which you know started some chaos and then, yeah, that's kind of like I mean, yeah. Sharks and ducks and, you know, sharks, kings, all the sharks, base. they, you know, there doesn't need to be something to get the tension started. But I feel like this was just the beginning of the snowball. And by the end, uh, <laughs> it's pushing everybody out of the way. But that's to be expected. And 
the the frustration I think was already starting in Anaheim's realm right yeah. then and there, and and uh, you know then then a good bout between Gajevich and Carrick because of course you know if you hit somebody it's almost like you have to fight somebody afterwards because how dare you? Uh, so, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> um, Gajevich just now who who was he fighting? Uh, I don't remember. It was relevant because. He beat him pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, so that made it, you know, everything was going in their favor. Then, you know, gets left, trips up. Uh, I think it was Meyer, if I'm not mistaken. And then, you know, just another parade to the penalty box. He has Meyer and then Mahura. Uh, nothing would come out of those power plays. If you're looking for power plays, there, you you were uh, you were able to see it on hand tonight. But, you know, only one power play goal. And that uh, you know, would come in the third period, but then uh, Mayhew for Anaheim just a minute five in ruins the shutout because Reimer again. You know, not to over gush on James Reimer, Dana, but uh, Reimer with the oh, no, awesome too. game. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I my my prayers have paid off. My uh, trade deadline. The um all the human sacrifices I've been working on, it's all come to fruition. Uh, Reimer is still ours. Um, I don't know. I still think they shouldn't trade him in the off season, but I guess that's another discussion. I guess maybe if they choose between um, uh, Hill and uh, Kockenen, but I don't know. Did, I'm a fan. <laughs> did, did, did you say human sacrifices? My goodness. Uh, um, no. Okay. I swear I thought. Moving onward, so uh, Mayhew's goal ruins the shutout, makes it a 2-1 game, but then uh, Shattenkirk takes a puck over a glass penalty um, and sets up a power play, and Meyer, with some nice passing from Barabanov and Hurdle, uh, feeds him with a sweet shot. And, and just in that play alone, Dana, you could see that things were really starting to click, and it's been a while since they've really clicked for this team. And, uh, you know, Timo gets his 29th, his second of the game, to make it 3-1. Yeah, no, it only took the last 22 tries, but um, we got there eventually. Uh, power play goal, I mean. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, good to see them clicking. Like, I feel like they have a sense of where each guy's going to be. Uh, more so than when it's been more chaotic. Um, I guess even <laughs> even the previous power plays in this game, I was calling them clownery because it just it seemed like nobody really had a plan. Everybody was just kind of bouncing all over the place. But that power play where Timo did get a goal, like it, they looked so much more focused. Like it was night and day. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely nice to see the. It's almost the confidence that you see from like the guys of McDavid and Drysaddle esque. Uh, you definitely saw it, and then especially on on Meyer's hat trick goal uh, from Hurdle. That was a beautiful feed uh, and a nice uh, shot by Meyer for his hat trick goal, thirtieth uh, on the season. Uh, I, I I thought that you know you know there was a competition between Hurdle and Meyer. Meyer's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna keep scoring now. <laughs> I mean, it, bring it on if that gets results. Um, yeah. I don't know. A lot, I feel like a lot of Timo's goals have been coming where he just knows how to get like that, you know, get um, 
uh, in one of the corners of the net or like he just, I don't know, he has that vision um, where he's, um, he's, he's in the right spot at the right time. <laughs> Which is always so nice to have, you know, especially uh, with a team that needs some offensive capabilities and, and they showed it off tonight. So Meyer gets a hat trick. He gets three of the four four la- of the last four goals in this one Dharma Hura gets in the way of everything damn it um, and you know and then a little chippiness at the end you know which is you know not surprising you know you expect you expect Corey Perry to pop out somewhere in this at the end of this one and uh, just frustrating all around for the Ducks but for Sharks fans everywhere you got tacos again um, fortunately like Randy Hunt said uh, you, you don't get duck tacos at Taco Bell. Oh my God. I lost it. So, uh, Sharks won this one four to one. I mean, Reimer with twenty seven saves overall. What did you think of this night from Reimer or just overall? Overall, I mean, like I said, Sharks Ducks always an instant classic. This delivered on all the fronts. I mean, you want the Sharks to win, um, and you you want to see some. Pushing and shoving. I mean, at least I do. Um, I'm, you know, conflicted because, you know, fights can really like screw people up physically. But, um, but especially when you have the team history, I, I think it was pretty satisfying. Very satisfying. Uh, yeah, it, they got their tacos, duck tacos, beef, whatever kind of meat Taco Bell uses. They're going to be in those tacos. <laughs> now, do you have a preference of what you get at Taco Bell though? Um, gosh, I miss the seven layer burrito. I don't know when's the last time they had that. I don't really eat beef. So, okay. um, so I don't know. I'll get like a Doritos Loco taco, but like swap out the, um, swap out the beef for like some more beans or something. I miss my Mexican pizza. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, yeah. So the sharks win this one four to one, uh, they leapfrog the ducks in the standings. So the sharks are now in sixth place. So for for those you know, hoping hoping there's some hope for uh, playoffs. Yeah, uh, dream on. First off and foremost, uh, the Sharks go are back over NHL 500 at 29, 28, and eight. Good for 66 points. They still sit out 10 points back of uh, Vegas with three games in hand. Um, but, uh, you know, it's one of those nights more than anything where it's like you see the glimpse of the future, Dana. You know, you look at, like, Shemilovsky. Yeah, he had a penalty tonight, but he played pretty well and and, and um, played on the PK for the second game in a row. Yeah, I'm glad they finally brought him up. Um, still eating my words, calling him a bust. Um, and, yeah, and I, it was a good suspiciously weirdly good game for Lane Pedersen um hope it's a sign of good things to come I feel I, I mean we've been dunking on him all year um but I hey he's still on our team and therefore I'm rooting for him you know it, it's one of those things where the bottom six or excuse me head for headies form second six where the third and fourth lines look pretty solid tonight with, yeah. you know, with Leonard and Reedy and Gregor you know, I, I yeah. thought it was looking good. I, I feel like we could have gotten there so much faster into the season. Like, I don't know. I Obviously, the season's not over, but I still feel like, you know, looking back, like maybe we could have put something together if 
we had kind of trusted in those rookies earlier instead of cycling the same guys out there um, and not. And, you know, maybe like clearly Pedersen benefited from going to the Barracuda and back. Noah Gregor had previously benefited from going to the Barracuda and back. Like, you know, you send guys down, but you want to bring them up too once they've shown that they can do something. Leonard, again, waited too long to bring him back. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I'm glad Shemilevsky's got a chance. Uh, Leonard getting a chance and playing playing well, you know, even without the puck. But he also had some good chances as well uh, at on this night. So uh, good to see uh, Joachim Blickfeld. We're, we're waiting for the call for Joachim Blickfeld. Let, let's get let's give Blick a chance. You know, yes, he had that suspension on Nathan McKinnon, but you know, the poor guy hasn't seen any, seen much action since then in the NHL. So come on. Uh, so yeah, that that's. That's pretty much it for for the the Sharks' victory there. Looking at the comments, um, you know, Seabrook, <laughs> uh, I can't read yours. That that's a little too uh, too R-rated, you know. Um, you know, P PJ forty eight. They looked good against a much slower Anaheim team without Raquel. Against Edmonton, the VL uh, Peterson Gajevich line wouldn't work, uh, but the Reedy Shemalevsky Leonard looks awesome. So, looking good. And, and I see that everybody's joining on the Taco Bell chat here as well. Uh, cheesy Gordita Crunch and Doritos Tacos are the correct answer. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so there, there's that. Uh, let, let's get to the, uh, the, the, the downside of, of this day for, for hockey fans in the Bay Area. So, Dana, earlier today, the San Jose Barracuda took on the Colorado Eagles at the tank, and it was an insane game. You know, you would believe after 20 minutes, the Cuda had a four-goal first period from Joachim Blickfeld. Give him a chance, Bob. Uh, Evan Wanger, Adam Raska, and then the newcomer, uh, I think he was from Syracuse, if I'm not mistaken, Antoine Morand. Um, you know, everything was looking good. 4-1. 4-1, looking good, Dana. And then Colorado scores five goals in the second period and eventually loses the game. Uh, wins the game 7-5 over the Barracuda. Okay, so that's our Barracuda wrap uh, for this night. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about Blickfeld. Yeah, Blickfeld gets the opening goal. That's a good thing. Um, but a tough one to take that they were up 4-1 after 20 minutes. They blow a 4-1 lead they get the lead back at 5-4 and then and then Colorado goes on a run where they they score five goals in the second period I mean, that's got that's got to be that's got to be a first you know um yeah I mean I was gonna be like that's so chaotic and then I'm looking at Calgary and Edmonton's game tonight it's a chaotic day for hockey you, I guess you know it, I was just gonna say, speaking of chaotic games, that that Calgary Edmonton game nine five Calgary over Edmonton. What? And, and you know, and Leon Dreisaitl with with the hat trick in a losing cause. Yeah, that I mean, I I was gonna say that stings, and then I remembered I'm not an NHL player. I've never scored a hat trick 
in an NHL game or otherwise, but I mean, it's got to sting just as if in Dreisaitl and McDavid need more reasons to feel unappreciated. But I mean, look, looks like they'll probably make the playoffs. So that looks that I guess. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. They're looking good to get in. Although goaltending, obviously, if when you give up nine goals, um, Wow, I wonder when they had an opportunity to sign a goalie hmm. Hmm, or trade for somebody, like multiple opportunities. But but so, let's but yeah. let's get Duncan Keith <laughs> instead, right? Yeah, let's sign a Vander Kane. Yeah, oh, yeah. Drysdale had four points and was a minus four. Oh man, <laughs> yikes! Oh, that's not good. All right, so let's get to some of the uh, locker room comments. Vlasic on Merkley. Uh, when he has the puck, he makes things happen. I really enjoy playing with him. He's very creative offensively, and he made a bunch of great plays tonight. Um, like, kind of going off of what you said, Dana, earlier, get this guy to play, and and he's he's starting to blossom a little bit more. Yeah, no, I've, I've loved seeing Merkley kind of grow. I mean, he's going to keep growing up. Also, AJ messaged me to stop slamming the table. Sorry <laughs> if um, if I screwed with anyone's audio doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess as I said before about Merkley, like he has he has that he has those instincts that I think he came to the uh, NHL with was drafted with, but just needed some more time to kind of um, to get used to playing with like playing against men who have been playing a while and um, are more experienced. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, so it's been, it's been good to see him pan out. And I, I, what do we think about um, him and Vlasic? Like, is that maybe one of the reasons that Vlasic's been successful last few games? It it could be. Maybe they're giving, like, maybe they're focusing too much on Merkley. Uh, you know, also, by the way, we didn't mention the third period, the nice little dipsy do to make that duck look silly. I was like hoping Gajevich would get that oh. one timer in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, and when you said that, it also made me think of the uh, which I can't remember which T-Mobile it was because there were three. But when he, he kind of did a little bit of a fake, I was like, oh, that better end up on Steve's hat picks. <laughs> Um, I, I love seeing hockey players like just clear, like you can see the moment when he outsmarts the other guy. I like that. No, that's, that's interesting for sure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just when, and just when, you know, it's like, oh man, you you see that confidence boost and then just, just seeing and slipping it through for, for that third goal too. It's like, you knew that was coming in which is nice to see and nice to see the team actually playing with a boost in their step for sure. Uh, another one from the uh, locker room, Meyer on his hat trick goal, nice pass by hurdle. I was kind of in a position where I thought I had to pull it through my legs to kind of make the goalie stretch out and get it away from the D <laughs> like, Oh, you're going to go between the legs. You're, you're going to disrespect hurdle while he's on the ice. How dare you team? Oh my. I mean, it wasn't the exact same move. No, but I, I I get it. He was like, hmm, do I do I have to? No, I'm good. No. It was a subtle nod. Yes, yes, and I, I like how uh, how Randy brought up on the broadcast tonight. It's like, yeah, you know, Hurdle kind of started that thing. Yeah, he wasn't the originator of the between the legs goal, but you know, all of a sudden 
the kids see him like and this is, makes me feel old nine years ago um when that goal was scored <laughs> and uh you know it probably got a lot of kids to get inspired to to try out some trickery Yeah, um, I I would love to see what commentators said about it then because, I I mean, like I can't, I wasn't paying a huge amount of attention to hockey then, but um, you know, seems just recently people, Tortorella, other old hockey bros having you know reactions to like God forbid guys trying new things in a sport that does everything the same way forever and ever a man. Um, yeah, hurdle walked so that the other boys could run. <laughs> hey, that's true, and, and you know it's maybe those little things that get get the kids inspired for sure. Uh, zebra kicks shoebies. Um, I I don't even want to know what that means. Oh God! <laughs> Almost forgot <laughs> about that hurdle hurdle breakaway blunder. The hell was that? That was so funny. Oh boy. <laughs> Like the, I feel like the lead was safe, so I was just kind of laughing. I mean, it would have been great to see him score it, um, but the way that all, it was, it was fine. It, it was one of those things where he, he I think he kind of dangled too much, and then he fell flat on his butt at the war. Like, yeah, you know that, that that's not how I had it planned. You know, um, yeah, that that was like, oh, hurdle, no. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was a crazy rush too. But yeah, it just kept going back and forth, like playing with track meet. And yeah, Anaheim was a little bit slower without without the the likes of Lindholm and and Raquel and and Josh Manson, who was the third one. Now it comes to me uh, that got traded to Colorado. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like oh, they they really really stuck out with the. Uh, with the Ducks to play more of a high-octane game, plus playing fairly well defensively, too. Yeah, I feel like we're kind of, like, finally towards the end of the season, we're kind of feeling out um, the pairings. Of course, unfortunately, Middleton's gone. Middleton-Carlson will always be my favorite pairing from this year because no one saw it coming. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe finding the right guy for Vlasic just helps it fall into place. I don't know. Um, it, I think I, Burns had a few questionable moments, but that's to be expected. Um, yeah, they're not. Yeah, I think they played pretty well defensively. I mean, obviously they, not so much in the beginning. Reimer definitely deserves like 100% of the credit for the first 15 minutes or so. But after that, like you said, you know, they had some sense knocked into him. Be like, you know, this man, we've already put him through it again and again and again. Gosh. So, <laughs> I mean, it's been tough. But, but you know, games like this makes you feel a little bit better about the future coming in. You know, whether it's Leonard or Shemilevsky or definitely Merkley tonight. It's it's nice to see and nice to have uh, have games like this in in a season where it can be really rough yeah um i i like the comment from uh ricky about hopefully merkley making burns redundant i'm kind of god as much as it would suck to see burns traded away it would solve a lot of our 
cap woes and um you know and and I just don't know where he fits into this team anymore kind of like we're bringing on and you know we brought on Carlson bringing up Merkley super offensive defenseman like uh, I don't know. <laughs> Mer- Merkley confirms, this is from Shang Ping as I'm seeing this, Merkley confirms that was a no-look pass on the Vlasic goal. So even even fancier than, than we thought, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. On that one. Um, and, you know, I, I see... I I see a lot of like te- for Team Tank, you know, like Sleepy Mofo, they're in this weird area where now they're a borderline, they're borderline a top ten lottery team, but may miss out too because they're the Sharks. <laughs> like I I know you're all are itching for me to do a draft uh, a Tankathon. We'll get to that in a sec, but your comments, Dina. Um, I'm never team tank i'm almost never team tank um because the players don't tank the players don't aren't like okay i'm gonna screw up my potential um for you know future contracts when they're looking at my stats you know and they're like what you know if there was like a (laughs) a string of um the last stretch of the season where you know you didn't have any points oh why because my team was tanking sorry my gm and the fans told me to like players, players want to play well, want to win, even if they don't have like all of the motivation and energy on any given night. Like, you know, so it's fun for us as fans to say, woohoo, tank. But like <laughs> the only way I think a team can plan to take is just by putting together a bad team. But like the players themselves are not going to. And I don't know. I feel like we have you know, we have really solid rookies who are going to be, who are already here, who are going to be coming up. Bortolo's on his way. Um, Ozzy's on his way. Eklund's on his way, obviously. Um, And you don't want them to come into a culture of, you know, of tanking culture. Not to mention, like, first or even second, third, whatever, overall, like, that, that's never a guarantee, you know. It's they'll most likely be a really good player, but it's not a guarantee that he'll fit into your team, that he'll develop the way you want him to. Like, look at Buffalo. You know, they keep getting first overall, and and how's how's that worked out? You know, right. you can only throw so many first, second, third overalls at at a team if they you know can't fit them in there if they if if they're mismanaged. So. Um, no one is really ever going to convince me to be on Team Tank as much as it's like, you know, it's fun to joke about from a fan angle. Ultimately, like the Sharks have been historically good at drafting and um, and I, I I think I think they'll figure something out to find a pretty good player in the first round. Yeah. I'm, I'm confident. And maybe at the draft, do some wheeling and dealing, you know, make we'll make it happen. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there if there is going to be a move. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people are saying Burns or Vlasic gets moved at the de- at, at not the deadline, excuse me, uh, at the draft. Uh, I don't know a single team that would trade for Vlasic, no. but um, good luck. Burns for sure. You could definitely dangle him in front of somebody. Like the GM wouldn't even check his stats. Like just based on name recognition, um, there are plenty of teams out there who would be itching to take on Burns. And I say, while he's still like young-ish. Do it, but I, I don't know any team that's going to want Vlasic. We're definitely going to have to buy him out. Yeah, I mean, if anything, if if you were to move Burns, uh, I don't know. Do you do a little salary retention to make it a little sweeter? Who knows? 
depends how easily swayed whoever the GM on the other end of the phone right. is. Because it's you can you know have these hypotheticals, but um, in Ottawa, they really wanted Travis Hamanick. <laughs> that they gave well, they gave up a pick just to or. God, what was I can't remember the specificities of the trade, but my point is that some GMs like just have these players they really want and they'll do anything to get them. They don't <laughs> even if it makes no sense. They don't call it silly season for nothing, folks. I mean <laughs> Right? Uh, you know. Uh Seabrook, you know, thanks thanks for pr- helping us promote, but hit that like button like Gadjo hits Fowler's face. <laughs> Very nice. Um, all right. So I'm going to let you see what I'm doing here and I'll, I'll let you react to it. The Sharks are, well, they say they're 11th, even though they already have re-updated the uh, standings for this. So they're uh, at the 11th. All right, Dana, you ready for this? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Big bucks, no whammies. Big bucks, no whammies. Um. I don't think anything moved. There we go. Oh, okay. So the first time through, uh, Arizona, Montreal, who are the two worst teams, flip flop. By the way, Montreal, the first team to be eliminated from playoff contention. Oh, they are officially. Officially. Yes, despite them winning you tonight. Be beat the Leafs tonight. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the most. That's the most Leafs thing ever. Oh boy. Yeah. And the Leafs have gone all from the number two seed in the in their division to first in the wild card like oh boy i mean they have a comfortable lead but you know the it 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 wouldn't drive uh dangle crazy if it it weren't for uh for the leafs to leave so but uh yeah that's that's uh that's not one i'm not surprised by that unfortunately for uh toronto but uh on this night uh so uh i think that will do it for us a nice little quickie uh to to uh, finish off the week so in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher you know check us out on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. of course smash that subscribe button like yeah, Joe smash fowler's face as conveniently said in our chat tonight uh soundcloud spotify tune in uh iheart radio and of course always available at tealtownusa.com should note the pucknologist will be in the regular time slot uh sunday night 7 p.m recapping the week that was in sharks hockey and i'd say it was a pretty decent week wouldn't you say yeah i mean at this point you know there's a certain freedom that comes with everybody being on board with the fact that we're not going to playoffs, even the broadcasters, they, they put it as mildly as they possibly can, but they do say it eventually. So, um, yeah, just having fun in the stretch. Let's play spoiler. Um, let's beat the teams we can beat, um, including the ducks. And we did. Yeah. It was a, a good night all around and, and it's always a good time with Dana, uh, jumping on the third, third, game in a row i think hopefully oh <laughs> yeah i'm taking a break out it's like uh she's trying to go like ian and just you know just play like james reimer and just keep doing all these shows so dana will be back on i believe it's what wednesday wednesday as the uh, sharks 
uh, head to Glendale for the final time uh, to take on the uh, Desert Dogs. Uh, you know, that's, uh, I don't know, it, the, the Arizona Coyote situation, my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it just seems like, oh, man. And the and the tough part is is that it's a first set of back to backs and what's waiting for them after Arizona, Colorado. <sighs> yeah, I looked and actually I am not on again until Vancouver on April ninth, so I get a nice break. Did somebody say Vancouver? <laughs> All right, well Dana, we appreciate you. You get some rest, but first think. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of the team. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, as AJ would say, your famous last words and where the people can find you. Um, famous last words, uh, as I tweeted, rhymer, take the wheel. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, Dana May with two Y's. Um, same thing on Instagram. Um, and uh, most importantly, you can follow my cat um, at, at Margie underscore the queen on Instagram. Which, that's far more important to me than any other other social media account. The, there, you, like, there you go. Wait, yeah. where is it? It's <laughs> right down over there. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, we'll be back with you uh, on Sunday night following... Uh, no, they're not falling. They're so I'm so used to having a after dark takeover these last Stop. few weeks. Whenever I have you on camera, she, she's sweet. So she she's, says she's a bit of a diva. <laughs> uh, but the technologists will be back to recap the week that was in Sharks hockey Sunday night, seven p.m. Pacific, uh, to recap everything that happened Sharks wise and have a good time. Of course, we're about to have a good time in the Discord. I think. Uh, although you got to get to sleep, young lady, I, I get it. You need to rest yeah. up. Don't, don't, don't. Yes, Sunday's my one day off <laughs> a lot of weeks. So lucky you. <laughs> so get some rest. Appreciate everybody uh, joining us. Uh, and uh, I'm at Puck Guy 14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Pucknologist Sunday night, 7 p.m. We'll be back on Wednesday. Get some rest now. You know, we got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off to. Uh, refuel the batteries and uh for the sharks to begin a back-to-back on the road uh that's when we'll be back with you on the show and until then keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal we appreciate each and every one of you and thank you for watching have a good night bye margie see you later (laughs) she's hanging out in the kitchen all right have a great night everyone we'll see you for technologists tomorrow night and After dark, we'll follow Coyotes on Wednesday. Good night, everyone.